that audio? Is it uh, is it tasty? Is it a tasty audio day? <clears throat> Let me know how that audio is. It's tasty. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So yesterday's yesterday's stream uh, isn't up anymore because of that Steve Martin clip I used. So I may edit that out and re-upload it. But instead, I just kind of did a, a chat with Guck at, at the fire last night all about addiction. And the causes of addiction and how Guck beat heroin. And we just had a good chat. And then we ended up hanging out for like another five hours. It was pretty great. Really, really good guy. I think the root of addiction is usually trauma, uh, childhood trauma. That's what uh, I've come come to the conclusion of. And uh, I think that childhood trauma is the cause of so much problems, so many problems. And uh, traumatized kids, kids that are abused, kids that are beaten, kids that are sexually abused. Uh, they they. There, I think there's an epigenetic thing going on. I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to talk on it. But I think that certain genes, but I am anyway. <laughs> I think certain genes are uh, released when you get beaten, and certain genes are released when you get talked to. Because I was thinking about that. Like my one grandfather was a like a Golden Gloves champ. He was like a, a very, very, very good boxer and a great fighter. And my other grandfather was all gotten all tons of fights very very big in fighting and uh I'm really not neither is my brother I mean we've been in fights but it's not really what my instincts gravitate towards I mean I guess on some level they do compared to most uh dudes these days but I think it's more more about my lack of soy consumption but I think it's because my parents uh talked to me a lot and didn't beat me and I don't mean like uh, spanking. I, I mean, I I don't want to get into all that. I, I totally respect the, the Malinu approach of um, peaceful parenting and all that. But I'm talking about real beatings, like beatings. I think that those type of beatings release, they open up genes in people that make them a lot more short-tempered and violent because that's what they need to survive. And they probably shut off some genes that... Um, are more the, in the thinking caliber. And of course, I'm not making any claims that if you're beaten, you don't think as much or anything like that. Of course not. I just think that there has to be something. There has to be something to that. And I think that some of the IQ discrepancies in groups has to do with how they treat their kids. That if, if uh, a group of people just beats and abuses, sexually abuses and ignores their house is constant chaos and stress. I think that that releases genetic, epigenetic things that um, that make you more violent and less thoughtful, and vice versa. Because I have the genes of total maniacs, and I've always wondered why I'm not constantly fighting people and why I'm always thinking. And I think it was just because of the word count. 
Sometimes it doesn't matter even what people are saying. It's the tone and the amount of words you hear as a child. That's one thing I've always liked about these live streams that I think is good for um, for people, for uh, maturing brains, for people that just want to hear words. Just a lot of words. Because silence is cool, but so are words. And I think when your brain is growing, the more words you hear, the better your vocabulary is, the more you can... Uh, Conceive of abstract thoughts. So anyway, yesterday's stream did get taken down. So I'm not going to re retell a lot of that stuff. But there's a few things I want to hit up. And then there's some stuff I really want to talk about. Sam Tripley had something very bizarre happen to his, uh, his Twitter. And uh, I know that he said some, some... It's not that big of a deal what he said about me. It's not crazy. I still like him now. I don't care. He's uh, He's a wacky dude. So uh, when, when something like when something weird happens to him, I, uh, I'll spread the word because we're all in this together, Tripoli. We're all in this together, Tripoli. Oh, real quick, someone's making this as a watch. This legend sent this to me. It's the Big Bear watch. That looks wicked cool. All right, so the goal for this show when I move out to Washington, which is soon, very soon, is me and Artling are going to work. He's going to come up two days a week and we're going to do sketches and music videos and um, and just really amp up the the production quality of, of the live stream. Don't get me wrong. I'm always going to just talk to you guys like this because I think there's real value in it. But at the same time, I want to be able to do sketches because when I was in LA, I could do sketches because I, I was always around people that could make stuff. And um, I'm going to get that again in the great state of Washington. Like here is something that that is a perfect sketch for Father's Day. And I played it yesterday, but uh, the stream, of course, is down. These are the type of things I want to I wanna make more of. Because this, of course, is satirizing science itself. Not the scientific process, big fan, but the interpretation of science. We'll just watch it. This, this is a shout-out to all the dads out there. And uh, this is scientific proof that fathers actually sleep less than, mo than, than new mothers. Right, let me get this up. I do sleep less than you, though. I know we both just don't get a lot of sleep, but sometimes uh, when I have to get up to change his diaper, it takes me like an hour or two to fall back asleep. Takes you an hour to fall back asleep? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it takes me like three hours uh, every time. Baby, it's not a competition. Hey, Beefy Bear. Someone in the chat just said, we're going to do this again. We really need structure to our streams. I'll play this five fucking times this stream if I have to. There's no structure. There's basic structure. Like I, I open with some piano. I, I do some stuff. But if you don't like it, get the fuck out. How's that sound? The, the stream from yesterday got taken down because of the Steve Martin clip. Not a big deal. No big conspiracy. No censorship. Just uh, basic copyright infringement that I didn't realize it, it would make it so the whole stream went down. So I'm playing this again, and we're gonna fucking enjoy it. And if you say, and if you you know want more structure, then you go watch uh, Sesame Street because that's the same fucking show every time. One, two, ha ha, three, ha. If you like repetition, go watch Sesame Street, Beefy Bear. Yes, it is. So I did what I always do before a mission. I went to the ocean to look at birds. Then I did some cardio, listening to science podcasts. 
I became an expert immediately. I then did the most scientific thing I could. I hid a camera in our bedroom and recorded us sleeping without her knowing. I had to keep it objective. I timed how long each of us slept as I reviewed the footage. I recorded my findings on my super professional dry erase board. I will prove I sleep less than my wife. But I started noticing something alarming. This data was wrong. Science began to lie. I've seen Interstellar, so I'm not an amateur at high-level physics, but I needed to consult with a friend. Fortunately, I know a lot of physicists who can help out. Oh, and I'm just a comedian. I just play a nerd and a scientist on TV. Turns out Jimmy isn't actually a scientist. He just plays one on TV, which I still find very confusing. Fortunately, I had more options. Kevin Peter Hickerson, Caltech PhD, nuclear physics. He'll do just fine. Are you sure she's just not uh, sleeping less than you? No, you sound like her, man. Time is fluid. According to the camera, according to the physical reality, I slept 7.5 hours and she slept 45 minutes. But that doesn't make any sense. The gravitational forces needed for this kind of distortion would be enormous. I mean, for this to happen in your bedroom in a repeatable way would be extraordinary. Pack your bags, get some sweaters, we're going to Stockholm, baby! The world's biggest Ikea! No, that's where the Nobel Prize is given out. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Boom! God, I'm so tired! Our boats were being pushed by different winds. He yearned for a Nobel Prize, and I needed my wife to admit I'm right, and for her to think I'm awesome. to work the only way we know how. Hey, but are you sure they didn't just sleep more than her? Yeah, there's no chance. have nothing to do with anything, but I didn't want to point that out. The stress was getting to him. Okay, so there's a wormhole connecting your two quantum states. So I'm the worm, she's the hole. Well, yes, but no, not at all. As he continued to make no sense, I documented our journey for future peer review. sleeping on your side and Amy sleeping on hers, they're off by several orders of magnitude. She slept for 71 hours and you only slept for three seconds. Whoa! We cracked the code. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, that's yeah. exactly right. That's how it felt every day. I was right. She was wrong. Basically impossible. So this is huge. I mean, the amount of energy that could be harnessed for this is, is spectacular. 
is big. Are you sure she didn't just sleep less than you? Okay, so I played that because I wanted you guys to, uh, and for the, most of you guys enjoyed that. I was peeping the chat a bit. A lot of you guys were uh, having a blast. Of course, there's the occasional shitty buzzkill of a comment. Like, we can watch this anytime. Yeah, you could. And you can also just do anything anytime. Because, you know, life's yours. Uh, but the thing about that is it took me a couple weeks. Because I shot it. I edited it. I did the music. I even did the, the drums to that. Like, I was doing the drums with the keyboard. Like, just boom, boom. And uh, it took me a while. That's why it's cool that I can employ people to help because um, in production, they used to say uh, prompt, good, cheap. Pick two. So you can have something good and cheap, but you're going to sacrifice time. You're gonna, you can have something um, quick and good, but it's going to be expensive. You know, that, that you get two of those things. And so that took me, yeah, it took me two weeks to edit all that. I shot it all on my phone. <clears throat> so you get, it's pretty amazing what you can do. You know, the, I, th I thought the line of the, of the whole sketch was when P uh, Hickerson just goes, let me explain it another way. I don't know. It makes me laugh every time. All right. Good times. I'm doing, uh, I'm talking to roaming millennial today. In an hour and 45 minutes, so I have a hard out on this stream. I can't, uh, I can't do a super long one today, but I got some sweet stuff for you. Oh, yeah. So this happened to Sam Tripoli, which is weird. So this guy, Logan Kenny, I've never heard of this guy, but um, says, this, I have complicated feelings regarding something being shot, blah, blah. The weird part is Tripoli said, this is crazy. I have different Twitter accounts for different podcasts and I, uh, for shows I produce. So obviously all my Twitter accounts follow each other. So I'm on one of my accounts and I look at my following feed to see what everyone is tweeting. And I see a tweet. The Twitter said I had liked. Here's the thing. I've never seen that tweet before in my life. I've never liked that tweet. I don't even know that guy. How creepy is that? Do you think I was hacked or something more sinister? Uh, change your password. And, um... I saw that, and that I wanted to bring attention to that because that's weird. I mean, uh, and it coincides with a really, really disturbing news story. Oh, guck. Uh, oh, guck just texted me. So the EU, let me read this. This is from Wired Magazine. The EU is, uh, it's got a war on memes. A proposed new European copyright law could make memes illegal and threaten the future of the internet as we know it. So uh, this is this is wild, guys. Uh, European Parliament will set in motion a process that could force online platforms like Facebook, Reddit, and even 4chan to censor their users' content before it ever gets online. It's all an algorithm. A proposed new European copyright Copyright law wants large websites to use content recognition technology to scan for copyrighted videos, music, photos, text, and code in a, in a move that could impact everyone from open source software community to remixers, live streamers, and teenage meme creators. Um, in an open letter. All right. So this is they and, and one of the big things that they want to do is get rid of uh, quote unquote hate speech or problematic stuff. Basically, it's the left wants to censor the right's ability to meme. 
And they want to censor comedy. And they want to completely hijack uh, how people communicate to each other. Because a meme is fascinating. Richard Dawkins said it was basically like a gene, like genetics. It was a gene for information. And information packets, little bundles. I'm going to give you the exact definition of meme. It's pretty fascinating. Definition. They're like uh, an element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially imitation. A humorous image, video, piece of text, etc. that is copied often with slight variations and spread rapidly by internet users. It's genetic information. And so to start limiting that is almost like thought eugenics. It isn't almost like it is. It's thought eugenics. It's the centralized control of thought. And... The European Union is nuts. And I'll tell you why it's really important to not censor comedians. Comedians are ancient, right? So I, I uh, Jordan Peterson in a lecture was talking about the jester and the trickster as the uh, archetypal character that goes in and out of chaos and order. And uh, so I got some posts from lobster.ascending, did a good job with this. The jester in the king's court was the only person who could really tell the truth because he was beneath the contempt of the king. It's um, The jester plays a very important role that if you can mock yourself and make yourself look silly, like in that sketch I just played, I was playing the idiot. I was playing the, well, this science doesn't add up. It's like, I, I was my arrogance was a joke. It was a mock of myself where I'm like, yeah, it turns out... I. I I only sleep four seconds according to this math. You know, like the joke is that I'm the comic buffoon, the comedic buffoon. I played the same role in the show Sullivan and Son, which I oddly just realized I'm wearing one of their shirts, but I was the dumb, I was the dummy, but the dummy got to say the truth. I was the guy wearing um, the helmet because I still had my soft spot. You know, me and my mother had this really uh, eatable relationship and I could never get my life together, and I was always drunk, and I was uh, just always getting in, in, in uh, a lot of problems kept happening to me. But I was this innocent, I had an innocence about me on the show where I'd be like, that means, you know, I always had the, the wide eyes of a child, but was just such a train wreck. And from that position, you can say real truth to power, and that's a very important feedback loop um, of information where power gets it retold to them. And society gets the interpretation of truth told to them from this position of someone literally wearing bells and shit. Uh, like when I was a heckler at a Renaissance Fair, I was getting plugged in the face by tomatoes all day. And so because of that, I got to, I got to really say people's, in, like their insecurities, their hard truths, so that they would uh, throw tomatoes at me. And uh, the jester plays the same role in the king's court that comedians play in our culture. They're canaries in a coal mine. And a lot of the things that I predicted a, a year or two years ago when I was leaving L.A., two years ago, a little over two years, have all come true. And I'm not uh, psychic. I'm not uh, a genius. I just am in a position where I get to see the patterns that are coming, that are coming down the line. You know, it's kind of like a, a scout mission and comedians are the scout missions. And so I would say that these things are coming, that political correctness is a problem, that there will be censorship, that our, our, 
that that all these things are changing in LA and people are like, oh, you're crazy. You're and, and then even other comedians weren't seeing it. And then I left and from an outside perspective, I didn't get the contagion that happened to a lot of these people because I got out. And it's the same with some of the stuff I'm saying now. And when you persecute the comedians, you're a tyrant. It's as simple as that. Because when you don't let the comedians mock you, that's a major, major thing about alphas. They have to let people mock them. And that allows us on a, a deep instinctive level to uh, trust the alpha. Like there can be a, just a big, powerful alpha. And as long as you get to poke at them a little bit, not just, not CNN style, like, oh, you got pissed on by 20 Russian whores. I'm talking about uh, like what roast should be and how roasts have become this, this whipping boy thing and not what it should be. The, the roast should be mockery of the king in a way that allows society to breathe a breath of fresh air and say, oh, this alpha is allowing us to mock him, so therefore he won't eat us. And the first thing people would think of when I'm saying this is Trump. But Trump isn't the alpha of our country. It's the media and uh, whoever's in control of the culture and in control of Silicon Valley and in control of all these apps. Google, Facebook, Twitter, um, the people who control Reddit, the information, the flow of information, all the uh, news outlets, that's the alpha. It's not Trump. Trump is an underdog in a lot of ways. Trump is opposed by the Democrats, the Republicans, mainstream media, Hollywood, colleges, Silicon Valley, and everybody at a cocktail party that's wearing jeans that are more than $400. He's not the alpha. He's uh, an underdog. And I'm starting to really realize that. Like, this joke about bikes got me in so much controversy that when you Google my name, even if you Google something specific, the the number one thing that comes up is this, uh, uh, hang on, I'll just show you right now. Owen Benjamin, let's say Owen Benjamin Comics, because I'm performing at Comics tomorrow in Mohegan Sun. Well, it's on on my phone. It does something different. Uh, Why Owen Benjamin is dangerous. I never read this one. Oh, that's pretty cool. They're bashing me on a pretty legit level. I like that. Why Owen Benjamin is dangerous. All right. Anyway, it's this thing with uh, Dave Bracey. Where this uh, Pittsburgh socialist, this just awful, awful dude, just kept bashing me and calling me racist and wouldn't let me perform in his city and all this stuff and, and got me banned from a bunch of theaters. But of course, we overcame it because we're bears. And I performed at Carnegie Library and we taped it and it was awesome and a blast. But the Pittsburgh City newspaper published a thing saying alt-right comedian, blah, 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 Nazi, this, not KKK, that. The editor was fired for lying that did that. Fired. He's gone. Because he was lying about anybody right of center. He would bash like that and he lost his job. But there's no retraction and that now follows me everywhere. I don't care because um, 
I just have enough faith in my audience that they see around that, that they know that this is what happens. And, and I have faith that they're not these zebras that follow anything that people say. But my point is, um, that's the control of information. Think of all the things I've accomplished in my career. And the thing that comes up first when you Google me on your phone is this, this random, um, just embarrassed Pittsburgh newspaper that wrote a fraudulent article about me is the first thing that comes up. That's not by accident. That's by design. And the left and big central government can't meme. The left can't meme, man, because they're not saying anything true. They're trying to trick people into giving up more tax money. And the whole social justice movement is to demonize people that make money. That way you can steal from them. If you demonize somebody, it's a, the, rapists do it to women. They say, oh, she's a slut. Look at how she's dressed. I bet she wants it. Right? They demonize the woman that they assault. And they do that with money. They do that with, uh, I, I can speak on behalf of America, but they do it straight white males with families. That's 85% of the tax base. So how do you justify stealing that much money from them? Is uh, You say that it's owed, it's deserved, it's because of past historical shit. You realize that th this is all new. All this like structural racism, all this nonsense, it's all to justify taking our money. That's what it is. Because they do the same thing to wealthy black people. They don't get any credits. When they steal from wealthy black people, they call them Uncle Toms and they call them uh, sellouts and race traders and all this stuff. And um, they do it to women who want to get married and have children. They, they say that they're, they've been bamboozled, you know, that Trump tricked them and it's, they're full of self-hatred. It's all money. If you're about to mug somebody, you have to justify it somehow. And that's how they do it. And so that's why all this social justice, quote unquote, is actually just a setup to a crime. And so when you have someone like me, and my joke was always, I have no white pride, but I also have no white shame. You know, my pride doesn't come from my skin color. It comes from my accomplishments and my family and my heritage. For all you people out there that are like, oh, you don't have respect for where you come from. Of course I do. But that's the people that shaped it, not the, the skin color. Because I have the same skin color as uh, Siberians, and I have no heritage in Siberia. Um, I just have no shame with it. I don't feel that I owe anyone anything because of history at all. And neither do my children. I think that's one thing that happens to a lot of people when they have children, is it's a lot harder to trick them into, into this whole white privilege, uh, you owe us money stuff, because you've seen your boy since he's born. And you know that there isn't, that that isn't a, uh, a slave owner or he doesn't have that evil in his eyes. He's not a colonizer or whatever these people call it, that they're a good kid, just like every other kid, you know, they start good. They start selfish, but good, you know, and, uh, but the selfishness keeps them alive. They're born a year early. That's why they're so, uh, they're so helpless because our brains are so big that the woman has to give birth to the child a year early because if not, uh, the size of our head would kill our mother every time. And that's one reason why pair bonding is so important because you have to be able to take care of your child. Let me read a couple of these. Uh, oh, first I want to show you. Yeah, and I have played this, uh, this clip before, but that's all right. It's to make, uh, if I'm making a point, I'll play a clip again because I, I assume that you guys aren't goldfish. 
This is the the joke that got me in so much trouble. And listen to my audience explode. I'll sh- I'll show you what I mean. This is not rooted in racism, not one bit. And and there's proof in this. Just check this out. This is from my special Reluctant Warlord that you can get at hugepianist.com. So the reaction of the audience when I said that nigga's white was like, yeah, because the whole the whole draw to that song is, hey, it's just fun. It's a fun tune and it's funny and it's catchy and, it, and it's rooted in the original meme that's becoming illegal of Mike Tyson's punch out. And uh, the thing about it is I'm breaking the taboo that white people aren't allowed to say a certain word. And... When you find out the person I'm calling that isn't even black, the crowd's like, yeah, because the crowd doesn't want to be racist. It's not about calling black people names. It's about being able to say all the words. And then when I, I, I make Trudeau the nigga that stole my bike, they're like, nice. And then it's about a mindset. It's, it's the Chris Rock jokes. I love black people, but I hate niggas. It's the mindset of... of it's a, it's a way of thinking, not a color of skin. And I don't know one person that doesn't think that, by the way. That, that that is an exclusively black title. It isn't. And uh, that joke got me in so much, quote-unquote, trouble. And here's a joke that um, I find pretty hilarious because it's really short. But it's about the irony of of social justice warriors is they're starting to sound like like a level of racist that I didn't even know existed unless I was reading like uh, To Kill a Mockingbird or something. But check this out. Hang on. This is a joke. I, uh, I actually riffed this on stage, but check this out. So this bar gives free booze to people of color. That's hilarious. The social justice warriors go full circle until they're giving Indians whiskey. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> so, um, and that's uh, live from Bellevue. It's on my YouTube uh, channel. That's free. Because I like to put up a lot of stuff for free in case people don't have any uh, disposable income, which I totally uh, respect. I want to just get out the jokes. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, that the EU is trying. And then it's hilarious. Yesterday, my YouTube was down for a little bit. I think everybody's was. I wasn't all conspiratorial about it because uh, I can usually sense when it's trickery. And I can tell they're messing hard with my subscriptions and notifications. So please hit the 
notification bell because a lot of people didn't get notified last night that me and Guck were playing uh, Phil and the Guck and all those fun games because uh, they only notify a small percentage of my followers. And that's an algorithm that they're doing to censor meme spreading. So make sure you, uh, you hit the notification thing. But um, I found this hilarious. It says, internal error. Sorry, something went wrong. A team of highly trained monkeys has been dispatched to deal with this situation. And there's a picture of a purple monkey. I was just told recently that that was racist to call people monkeys. That regardless of race, if you call someone a monkey, that's a racial pejorative against black people. But I did a joke and said Puerto Ricans. I wanted to do a misdirect. But it's there's no rules on the left. And if you guys want to know my theory about what their deal is, check out The Left Isn't Crazy. And the left has been completely hijacked by the welfare state and the, the raising of taxes and the raising of uh, handing out welfare and free stuff to people. And the way that they're justifying it is the social justice movement, where you have to demonize the highest paid people, which are white males, and, it's, and you have to make it so that they don't deserve their money and that's why you're stealing it. When in fact, it's because they work the most, just on average. And uh, women, there's a a wage gap that doesn't even exist if you uh, factor in motherhood. Like the fact that women quit their job to raise children sometimes is why uh, there's a wage gap. There is no real wage gap. But if you factor in their husband's money, let's say my wife, my wife's a stay-at-home mom. Her income is zero. It's been zero for two years. But we have no prenup. She Half of everything's hers. So if you factor that in and factor in her salary based on the money that her husband makes that she legally has and the lifestyle afforded to her, if you take that and you um, apply that to all married women that stay home with their children, women make way more than men. Because you can, you can also fact in, factor in the stay-at-home men where the women work and you know you take that 80 bucks and you add it into the other one. And the wage gap is not only not a gap, it's gap the other direction. Not that I'm complaining at all, but it's all a misdirect to justify theft. And I never would have been one of these anti-state guys I would never have even thought about it if they didn't go too far, if they didn't take too many cookies from the cookie jar. I never even had the desire to even look into this stuff until you see that debt at $21 trillion and climbing exponentially. I think we will be okay as individuals and as of families and of communities as long as you keep a strong community, you, you make sure you have skills to get food. Um, you can spread information to your neighbors or by other creative means. But there's some real trouble in the air. And I think we all know it, but thank God for the bears. Let me read some of these super chats. Big Bear, best way to start my morning in this crappy cubicle. Keep cussing, keep the bruise coming, keep speaking truth, much love. Thank you, Shane. People should check out the YouTube channel. Seven. Um, I, I, I'm not going to endorse it because I don't know who you are, bud. Because I, I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I've like a couple times I've been tricked where someone's told me to read something and then I'll check it out. And it's like, it's weird. Like it'll be like wicked, like conspiratorial 
it's like the earth is flat and it was because of the Jude. And, and I'm like, I said that out loud. Did you check that out? Uh, Stefan, uh, thanks for the streams, man. Have some beers on me. Thank you. Appreciate that, brother. Sure, Tavis. What up, Big Bear? Just an update from Sweden. We the people are going to take back the country this election. Patriots are kicking ass and changing hearts and minds all over. Yeah, there's great. There's some great news in the in the European horizon. Like Germany also is is not uh, taking it anymore. I mean, but look at England. England voted uh, Brexit, and it never happened. That's the thing. That, that that's 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 the the weird part is um, people can vote all they want sometimes. And uh, the best way to vote is money. Like what you support with your money. Like yesterday, this girl is comedian and she is uh, hate socialist. She's a real out, outlier in LA. And uh, she's always been supportive of me. She's from Ukraine. You know, she's seen, she's seen uh, what what's communists have done she's seen all this stuff and she's trying to make her way and she was attacked at a at a at a march she's like i'm an immigrant and i was attacked and uh i'll tell you her name i'll tell you i'll tell you what to look up she sent me some stuff but this is this is what they're not expecting they're not expecting that we form these bonds with each other journalists physically assaulted by anti-trump protesters i'll i'll put this link up this girl needs to be supported. So listen, I, I just write, because she's like, can you, uh, she's like, do you, do you, does anyone need a right of center woman comedian? You know, can you talk to Carole or, or Crowder stuff? And I'm like, of course. And I'm like, because she's hurting financially too. And I'm like, I'll give you money right now. She didn't, she wouldn't accept it. She wouldn't even give me her email to, to uh, send her cash. Cause, but I told her, I'm like, this is what they're, they're not expecting is that we set up networks like this so that I've been fortunate to have you guys with super chats and subscriptions and all that. So then my duty is when there's someone else that's speaking truth to power that is in a tough spot, I can just send you a couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks, 50 bucks, nothing life-changing, but just to keep you from going down. And uh, because I've noticed authoritarians Never suspect camaraderie, true friendship, true loyalty, stuff that we have. Like uh, yesterday I was on Facebook, which is just a, a cesspool, especially my personal Facebook, because so many of my friends on there are just hard left socialists because I start when I started Facebook, when I subscribed to Facebook in, L, in LA in like 07, so many of those people are now just so nuts that it isn't like-minded people at all. It's the opposite of an echo chamber. It's literally me just with 5,000 people that kind of hate me at this point. My, my, my fan page is, is great because all the people that have liked it uh, have liked my comedy and it wasn't just people that I knew in LA that, that since then have failed miserably and now just want the government to give them money. But so I, I said, when, I just did some random post like, uh, when's all that, that, that information, all that, uh, all that information or the proof of Russia collusion coming out. It's been 18 months. Can't wait. And people just got nasty. And this one girl just kept uh, really coming at me and telling me how, how vile I am and how I'm, gonna, I, I'm an embarrassment to my son and my son shouldn't be forced to. And this is someone I know. This is a com comedian. 
shouldn't be forced to be with someone like me and I'm a, I'm crazy and I'm ugly and I'm fat and all this stuff. And Bayonet Bob jumps in. Bayonet Bob jumps in to save the day. <laughs> oh, oh, subscribe to Why Didn't They Laugh on iTunes uh, Podcast Bean or Podbean or Stitcher. He does all the audio. He takes all out all my ums and it's uh it's it's tough, thankless work that Bob does. But uh he's a great dude. So subscribe because the vast majority of our audience is audio only, which is hilarious. But uh what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So the, the these people start saying, Okay, okay, Owen, with your other account. And I'm like, What? They, they assumed that Bob was me, and they wouldn't believe Bob wasn't me. And then a dude who used to work at the Improv screenshots like proof that Bob is me. And I'm like, John, you know me, dude. Do you think I made up Bob? Like, do you think I'm, I don't. And then I just, had, I haven't went back into Facebook because it was so disappointing. It's like, and then it dawned on me. I'm like, they don't have friends. No one sticks up for them. A den of thieves has no camaraderie. And so one of our real secret weapons in this culture war against authoritarian theft is camaraderie and, and our consent, our own choice over our money and who we support and, and what we believe and that we have each other's backs when we're down. Here's the thing about those type of people is when you're up, that same girl was like, kind of throwing herself at me back in the day to try and get on like a show I was on or something. And that that same person will be like, you're a vile, you're vile garbage because of whether or not they can get something from you. And I think the community that I'm part of, hopefully, and what I see a lot with you guys, and, and I, I trust it, is that when we're down is when you see the most affection sometimes and the most uh, camaraderie. It's like, hey, brother, do you need help? And then when we're up, we just see it as like cool, but it's not this like this grasping at, at shit. And uh, I think that that's a real weapon that they don't see coming is, is authentic camaraderie. And so it's good to see places like Sweden uh, stand up for themselves in Germany and England. But you have to seriously uh, scare uh, the powers that be. And the most scary thing, of course, is is the pocketbook. Somehow hurt them where they care the most, and that's money. They don't care about human life. They don't care about uh, petitions. All that is is a list that they that you can form for them. You know, if they send people out to get people, they already just made a list. It's everybody against something. They sign their name on the dotted line. No, it's money. It's what you support. I'm proof of life that comedians can't be trampled yet. You know, they took my agent. They took my manager. They, they ruined my name. You Google me, the first thing is that I'm a Nazi. And yet somehow I can still sell specials and I can still tour. And that is a stab. That, that's, that's danger. So anyway, the, yeah, this girl, man, the, the, this is, uh, I feel a responsibility to help people in that position because... She's seen Ukraine and her father was saying that he's seeing a lot of similarities between now and what he witnessed in, um, in Ukraine, you know? And the fact we're so wealthy and we have so much food and so much resources and so much freedom right now doesn't really matter because if we lose it, we lose it. Uh, this is from Smoke. 
Dude, you're changing my life. Thank you. Hopefully for the for the better. <laughs> Democracy Bear, nice 90s EDM. Did you use Fruity Loops? No, but I love Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops is a program I used to use back in like the late 90s. I used to do this stuff in high school. And uh, and then I lost Fruity Loops. No, that was uh, just GarageBand. Cole, I do comedy in LA and it's overrun by all flush JWs. Yeah, because it's it's... That's where the snakes go because it's the epicenter of culture. As much, believe it or not, it is. You know, as much as we don't want it to be, it is. And so that's a way to the hearts and minds of people. But they've over they've overstepped. They gave us one too many Amy Schumer specials, one too many Trevor Noah shitty little grins with his shitty little suit. Coder Bear, any guess how late uh, Connecticut show will go? Really, really want to try and make it. It'll go uh, eight to ten. And then I'll, I got to hit the road by 11, I believe, because that way I can get home by 3.30. Unless I stay the night, but uh, I almost, when, whenever I can, I try not. You know what? If the bears come out, I'll hang out. I'll hang out. It's not a, a full-blown bear event. Like, when I sell tickets on my site, I can gauge how many bears are, are coming. And so I can, um, I'll hang out and stuff. But if it's through a, a comedy club... I have no idea. I have no way of knowing what it is. So I usually just plan on going home after. But uh, maybe I should I should hang. Unbearable Baron Bear. Patrice talked about all this back in the late 2000s. What do you think of his refusal to kneel? Can you be a comedian and honest these days? Patrice O'Neill is a genius. And that's where you can really see that it's not a white-black divide. Because he was doing jokes about how he would buy gum every 20 minutes just so he'd have proof in case someone accused him of rape. <laughs> like that's a cutting uh, joke about black people being falsely accused of crimes, which they have been a lot in history. See, the reason is not, is, is up for debate and it's not just everyone is racist. What if uh, a lot of people that commit crimes are black and a lot of people match descriptions, you know? That happens. A lot of black people really do face uh, discrimination because they they match uh, uh, they match a uh, the description of um, of an assailant, and uh, yeah, it's kind of shitty. And there's also back in the day with an unsolved crime, communities. I'm not putting this on the cops. Communities would pressure the police to solve it. And if you had uh, a group of people that was easy to blame. And in a lot of cases, that would be black people in crimes. You would just say a black guy, that black a black guy did it. It's kind of like white men with uh, any type of reality check at this point, you know. Uh, you just blame white white males. Where if someone's not doing well, it's because of white males. White males have taken all the cookies. It, it, it's the same with black people in crime for for areas of um, the country and in, in times of history where where if you didn't, you know. I, I would guess that serial killers like that pass through communities and kill people with absolutely no motive. I would guess more likely than not, if someone got falsely put in prison, it would be a black guy or um, a Puerto Rican or something. And you can't just blame the cops. You would just, it would be people that you didn't quite know, people that it would just be easier to blame. And nowadays it's like that with white males where it's like if there's a, a population that isn't doing well, it's so easy just to say, well, the white people must have taken from them. You know, white people get the, the macro 
crime blame. Black people get the micro crime blame. Like if someone's missing a a carton of a carton of cools or some menthol smokes or it went missing, it's like, oh, the black guy took it. But if someone's missing a, a trillion dollars, the the white male must have taken it. That's kind of hilarious. It's kind of a funny concept. Uh, what do we got here? Hey, Ellen, I just watched some Richard Spencer for the first time and felt exactly the same as I feel when I watch the SJWs on far left. What gives? It's what I've been saying the whole time. Like real alt-right shit is, is identity politics. It's racial socialism. And when I say alt-right, I don't mean people that just question shit. I don't mean, uh, I don't mean people that have pride in their country. You know, there's a type of nationalist that doesn't bother me. But that whole like white people are awesome shit. I think they're almost like CIA moles because I know so few white people that are actually like that, that I'm, I'm suspicious that, uh, Richard Spencer, uh, I mean, he's as leftist as they come. Anybody that says it's not about what you've accomplished as an individual, but some other random category is, uh, is, is full of shit and, I'm, and they're statists in the end of the day because they want people divided so that uh, people don't support merit. Because losing in a meritocracy is better than winning in, in an in a authoritarian government. Like, if I think the rules are fair and I lose, I don't get sad. I, want, I, I, I grind. You know, I think, like, how, next time, how do I win? I, I feel happy for the person who won. I think, man, as good as I am, that person must be even better. Wow. How do I, how do I learn from that? That's only if you're in a true meritocracy. That's only if you uh, believe that the, 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 the game is not rigged. If you believe the game is rigged, that's how you destroy a society because people then will see greatness. They'll see someone accomplish something big and think, oh, it's, it was a trick anyway. And the uh, alt-right has the Jews. Some of the, a lot of these guys will just blame the concept of Jews. Not specific, not the Rothschilds or the dudes who started the Fed. You know, you make your case against actual people that have done actually fucked up stuff or Bernie Madoff. Or some of these Ponzi scheme guys, or some of these uh, media moguls without uh, good intentions. You name them by name. You don't just say the Jews, because if you do that whole the Jews thing, that's what socialists do with the whites, and it's complete bullshit. And it's a way to uh, think that the game is rigged so that your inadequacies, your failures, are not you. It's something else. And then you build resentment. You become Cain. You do not become Abel. And that is uh, a problem. So don't fall for any of that. Because I know some of you guys are young men out there who have been so beaten down by social justice warriors who tell you that it's not okay to be white. And they tell you that, that you're responsible for the ills of the world. And, and it's all bullshit. And it, and it puts you down to a place where you'll listen to nonsense. And the alt-right is nonsense that's just believable enough to someone who's been beaten down. You know, it's like these uh, these kids, like in Mexico and in El Salvador and stuff, that get, what is it, 7 out of 10 Mexican children are violently or sexually abused. Those are the kids that can join gangs because the first people that give them any kind of affection and give them any kind of purpose, man, they'll just go. 
And those gangs take, they, 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 they feed on abuse. And right now, white males are being abused in America, emotionally, spiritually. When you say, when, when, when you turn on the television, you can't avoid someone saying, you know, white America this. Are white people okay to hang out with? Stuff like that. Like, mind-blowing New York Times articles, The New Yorker, all these things that are revered in our culture are just full of venom against white people. So if you're a young white Male, especially male, women have it hard too. I mean, everyone has it in their own way. Everybody loses when you divide like this. But uh, then when someone says, no, white people are better, actually, you're susceptible to that. And, um, and like there is an IQ difference in average. I was talking to my buddy yesterday about this. The, the question as to why is always the thing that fascinates me. If you, like the, the whole uh, racial bell curve IQ stuff is real. You can say it isn't all you want, but what part of it is from abuse is what I want to know, you know? And this isn't something that I'm deeply fascinated in and I don't really want to uh, spend too much time on it because I think it's kind of a bizarre topic, but whatever is getting, you get flack when you're over a target and as the canary in the coal mine trickster, I am drawn to things that are taboo where I don't understand why they're taboo. So when you see uh, racial IQ differences, I started wondering, like, what if it's about abuse? Because when you look, I read the sports team by Epstein about if you look at, um, you know, the, um, the marathon winners, they're all not only Kenyan, they're from one part of Kenya and it's genetic. You know, you could take a cab driver and throw him in a, in a, in a marathon and he's just naturally better. But if you look at the standard deviation of the best white marathon runners and the best black marathon runners from Kenya, it's not that different. Same with like sprinting. You might have a 9.6 versus a 9.55. You know, these like, it's not that different. So what will cause like aborigines to have a, a average IQ of 60 and white people in America have an average IQ of 100? And this is what started getting me a little thinking is why are Russians lower than Western Europe when they have the same environmental um selection mechanism, extreme winter, and they're genetically fairly similar. What if, and, and why is Sub-Saharan Africa 15 points lower than America, American black people? Is it because when you beat the shit out of kids, they don't, they, they, on average, long-term, their IQ goes down? Because it is a fact that there's a racial IQ difference, but why? Why are some of the smartest people I know black? Why do I pretty much, why have I not seen a lot of these big differences? Uh, and I, well, A, I think I'm drawn to people that are naturally intelligent because other people are not that fun to hang with and drink with and do jokes with. But what if it's abuse? Like what if it's populations of people where the children weren't talked to and they were just pounded? And, uh, and there probably is some racial differences in IQ because there's racial differences in everything. But I don't think that's really the factor. And I'm not saying this as someone who doesn't want to offend the powers that be. I'm on the list. I'm on the first kill list they got. If, if, if it's like that, um, like some of these purges in Russia where they take out the artists and the, and the leaders and, the, and all the high-ranking military officials in Poland and uh, 
landowners and all that. I'm not. I'm on the short list of of murdered by an authoritarian government. So I'm not even. I'm try, I'm not even close to trying to appease to them. I'm trying to literally think through this thing as to why some populations seem like their IQs are are lower, and those seem to be the populations that beat the absolute shit out of their children. Like the Irish, their IQ went up like ten points. And maybe it was because my, my there, there, was, there was a time when, and I'm not talking about spanking. I'm talking about fucking beatings, chaos, where your brain is full of cortisol your whole childhood. That's got to have an effect. And that also has to have an effect on, um, on crime rates. And when you see the black crime rate just go up so much because people are, refuse to discuss how abusive single moms are. On average, and and the single mother house of the black American boy is getting is, has so much chaos in his life and so many beatings that empathy reduces rational thought. It does, and this isn't out of empathy. This is genuine. This is out of a desire to have a um, uh, a better society. This is this is not empathy. This is not like oh. Um, Dude, I was talking to Nimmer about this yesterday, my buddy who's black, who was arguing against me a little bit. He's like, well, there is research here, blah, blah, blah. It's not that I want uh, fucking black people to like me, because the, the good ones already do and the shitty ones already don't. It's a, This isn't like one of those empathy things where I'm like, oh, everyone's equal because I'm a woman. I'm a tyrannical woman. I really think that being a parent is the highest calling to make your society better. I was talking to Guck about that yesterday. He's like... You know, he was talking about how um, fucked up things have gotten. And I'm like, the thing that the, the one thing you can do is be a good dad. My mom, when when I was a baby, when I was a kid, she was like, she used to have a bumper sticker that said breastfeeding, ecology with love, where she would talk about all these uh, environmentalists. And she's an environmentalist, but not like the nonsense way. She was like, the, mo- the most environmental thing you can do is breastfeed. It's the, it's the cleanest way of transferring calories to your child and it does so much for the child and it's so good for the environment. And it, and it's, it just does so much good. It, it, it'll save on medical bills because you get your mother's immune system. It, will, um, it raises the child's IQ, you know? My mom has a theory that circumcision can be bad for uh, uh, the, uh, a child's mind. Where if the first, one of the first things you, you feel in life is trauma, someone tries to cut off a piece of your dick, how is that good for your endocrine system, you know? And my mom is the type of woman that if you mess up, if you break the rules, she'll make you sleep in the yard. This is not an eatable mother. This is, ju- this is somebody um, that will shun you until you change your ways. Like, she's not... Um, one of these like, oh, just, it's all about always giving everything to the children. No, my mom is the type of person that doesn't ever say she's proud of me because she's like, I don't want you to have, to, to need something from me for your own accomplishments. She thinks it's a form of manipulation. All right, let me read a couple more of these uh, super chats. I, I got to be out in one hour. I'm talking to Roaming Millennial, which I'm very excited about. Roaming Millennial is really cool. Smart girl. Um, I haven't been reading the, there's 900 people listening, which is pretty sweet. I haven't been reading the, uh, 
the um, fucking thing. So given the topics I have, I'm sure there's some trolls in there, but it's all good. I don't mind them. Oh, my mom emailed me yesterday. She was like, I saw one of your trolls. She goes, I had him as a student and he is slime. Hang on, I'm reading this to you real quick. And I really want to play a little piano today. Gosh darn it. Golly, golly darn it. Oh, and in the new setup, I will be doing direct in with a keyboard simply because I think it's just higher quality sound. Despite, I, I love my grand piano, but, uh, but the sound quality, if I can do a, a, a direct line in, is pretty legit. All right, where's my mom? I'm not going to even say who the guy is, but he, I don't... He rose, he, she says, I know one of your trolls. I had him as a student eight years ago. Slimy son of a gun. Slithering to get what he wants. He's a shell game walking. I didn't catch on until after. And I think that's, yeah, because trolls are shit. Like they're people that resent anyone that looks like they're trying or like they're trying to do good because evil needs to extinguish good to exist. Good shows evil. And me, I am doing good. I'm not saying I am good. The line between good and evil uh, splits down the middle of a man's heart. Solzhenitsyn by way of Jordan Peterson. But when you're doing good, uh, that's, when, uh, that's when evil really comes at you. All right. Jennifer, I sent you a friend request to your personal page. Purge the socialist, accept the rational redhead. Check out Chris Pratt's Generation Award speech. I love Chris Pratt. Me and him were going to shoot this sketch called Hipster Hunting. I'm sure he's probably glad he didn't shoot that with me now that I'm a Nazi and he's a movie star, but um, he's a really good guy. Generation Award Chris Pratt. Oh, I can't play it. I don't want to get kicked off again. He says, God is real and teaches fans how to poop in public. That's interesting. Yeah, he's a good dude. All right. I'm not even going to try and purge my Facebook. I just used my, my fan page one. It has like 30,000 more people on it. And it just, I, I don't care about. Sometimes I like to see how crazy the left has gotten on my old Facebook page. Antonio, we have your back. And I have your back, Antonio. Ethan, howdy, Owen. Little update from RuneBear here. I convinced half my teachers to buy and read 12 rules and they all loved it. Hope for California yet. Yeah, and it's all about individuals. It really is. Like the more you can spread that stuff, and Jordan Peterson is doing really, really great work for the world. So is Crowder. So is a bunch of people. So is Prager U. Um, and that's why they're trying to censor it. That's why they want to censor the internet because when left alone, human communities actually do a, naturally do a lot of good stuff for each other. Coder Bear, got ticks front row. See you tomorrow, Big Bear. Oh, I can't wait to hang with you, bro. Captain Spire, God willing, I'm headed back to Mount Vernon, New York in September, October. The site only shows your tour till June. Any chance you'll be in Brooklyn around then? Well, my son will be born in the end of July, God willing. And so August will be just full-blown Amy support. And then September, I may do some touring. October, I think I'm, I am going to Australia. Uh, but I'm not even thinking about it right now. Right now is just leaving time open for, uh, for the new baby, but I will definitely be doing New York again. I, I'm just, I need to fuck with the bear Jew. I'm going to make him hold my mic again as a mic stand. He's going to be a human mic stand. He's going to like it. And I'm going to smack the yarmulke right off his head and then I'll pick it up and I'll put it back on his head because I do like him, but then I'll smack it off again 
and then I'll pick it up and, and put it back on his head. And I'll do that eight or nine times. Werner. Hi, Big Bear and Bears. I'm just sending this message from a Virgin airplane over Kansas on the way to D.C. I can't believe I can get the live stream on commercial aircraft. Free market at work. Free market at work. Thank you, Ginger. Loki. Does the left only focus on Hitler, Jews, instead of Russian, Chinese, socialism, because Hitler was identity politics, while socialism is thought policing? That's a very good question. I think it's because... I think there's a, a few reasons. I think that we sided with Stalin a little too, more than we want to admit. And there was actual communist infiltration in American government that we don't want to admit. And I think that, uh, I, I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of reasons. And there's a lot of Jews in entertainment. So when you just the fact that there's uh, an over-representation of Jews in the movie-making business, you're going to get a lot more Schindler's List than, uh, than uh, Papazian's List about the Armenian genocide <laughs> from the makers of fried green tomatoes comes Papazian's list. When the Turkish muzzies. <laughs> oh yeah, there was an Armenian genocide, by the way. Oh, I'll check PayPal, Pinder. Long time listener, first time bear. Can I be Patty O'Bear? Welcome, Patty O'Bear. Thank you so much for creating the culture you have with the bears and the unbearable app website. Had a huge impact on my attitude, being able to interact with so many unique people. Yeah, unbearablezap.com. I'll be hanging with Coder Bear tomorrow. He is one of the architects of it. And it is a great place to chat with bears. It's awesome. And it's off this grid, so if all this falls apart, which it will inevitably, it won't for us. Because nature is change in life and death and life and death, so... It's all good. You just have to prepare accordingly. And I feel like we're doing a pretty darn good job. Thank you so much for... Um, I love listening to you think. Oh, sweet, Heather. Yeah, I like to work through thoughts live because I think some people didn't have <laughs> the parenting I got to have where they got to see the process of thought. Where it's just... Uh, you can see that. If you look in the comments of my rebuttal to Sam Harris's point, so many people... Don't get that I'm working through thoughts. That it's like, this is my, my participation in this idea. And they see it as so threatening and so like, you are an utter idiot. And I'm like, dude, it's just we're all adding to the thought. They don't get to see the work through. Like how many things can change in your mind? Not your ethics, not your morals. But like how you apply you to the world. And, and, and that's a scary thing for authoritarians. They want, they want people to have the answer already. And, and that's, you can't do that. No wonder Russians are so scary. Children in gulags didn't learn anything but basic survival. Communism set the average IQ in Russia way back. Yeah, and it also incentivized... Uh, yeah, it also... Uh, the, the, I mean, the brutal nature of Russian culture... It, some of the toughest people I've ever met, dude, are Russian to the point where it's I, it's hard to even look in their eyes because there's just nothing. And these are people that I like. I dated a Russian, a, uh, a girl who was Jewish from Siberia, immigrated to America when she was 11. Big Russian family, a lot of Russians in L.A., and especially the Jews from Siberia. Those are not uh, your New York City Jews. These people are like, 
I killed your dog because it bark and I sleep. And you're like, what? It's like, I kill your dog because it make noise. I want sleep. And you're like, okay. I used to do this because uh, she had a really abusive father. And I used to, I did this bit on stage for a while where it was called the undercompensating Russian father where I go, sorry for beating you nearly to death and leaving, but I have cupcake. The undercompensating Russian dad makes me laugh. Uh, I think the Bears are smart enough to know Peterson kicks Harris's ass. Yeah, but I don't want to fall into the, the trap of thinking that uh, Harris doesn't have valuable ideas and um, things to offer. I'm not, I don't want to make it like, uh, like we just have like, it's like intellectual NFL where it's like my intellectual guy can beat your intellectual guy up. I just think a lot of times dudes like um, Harris don't have enough pushback because he's kind of the alpha dog in this uh, dark web thing and people just won't push back on him. And I'm like, well, eh, someone should push back on some of these ideas. I mean, yeah, I titled this My Dad uh, or I'm Telling Dad because that's what's happening with the censorship where it's like, I can't, if you can't win at something yourself, you're like, I'm telling dad and dad's the government. Well, depending on the government, America, the government's dad, Germany, the government's a mom. It's an Oedipal mother. In America, though, it's uh, America's just thri- American government's thriving on single moms. Do most of these leftist girls are single moms? And uh, some really good ones have found the have found their way out of that monstrosity, but they literally act like you're mocking their husband. I noticed that. Like when I'll be criticizing the government, and they're like. You're a piece of shit. And I'm like, dude, that's how Amy talks to people that attack me. Like, if you attack me to Amy, it's so funny. Some of these trolls think that they're going to get Amy to turn on me. Like, they're like, your husband is a piece of shit. And Amy will just be like, listen, cunt. But she keeps it together more and is more strategic than me. But she finds it. She finds it very insulting if you attack her bear. And I think a lot of these single moms are like that. With the government, where if you say Justin Trudeau is a, is a faggot or something just obviously hilarious and true, they're like, Ugh! and I'm like, oh, you think that he's your husband. And that's why that calendar's so hilarious. My buddy just gave me this book, Bowling Alone, about the, how multiculturalism cuts up everything and, and ruins it. I got to read that. All right. I'm, I'm getting into uh, the PayPal's right now. JBP is a globalist shill. He says it very clearly. You got to explain yourself, Turka. I've heard that from people and no one's given me any uh, evidence at all. So I don't think someone trying to empower the individual is a shill or a globalist shill, I should say. I'm a shill to my own specials i'm constantly plugging them like right now you can get one at hugepianist.com you got feed the bear which was shot right in manchester england um you know in front of the commies but the my audience had a good time really good people in england just the government shit uh how dare you which was shot in saranac lake see the joke heard around the world let's just say it has something to do with the bike and then uh the impromptu special reluctant warlord which has 
jokes you've seen in other ones. I just really wanted to release it as a special because it was so unique that we shot it inside a functioning wood shop on the back of an army truck. And that's why when Artling did such a good job with it, I'm like, we released this as a, as a special. It doesn't have all new jokes, which is all my other specials have new jokes, all of them. Except for maybe like the soap opera music guys I've repeated. Because I also have on iTunes a uh, huge pianist. This, these are all my hour specials I've, I've done. I've done a half, well, I've done a half hour Owen Benjamin Presents for Comedy Central. You probably heard that on Sirius and all that stuff. An hour with Comedy Central called um, High Five Till It Hurts. An hour for New Wave Productions called Huge Pianist. And then I've produced three. That's pretty crazy. So when people tell me like, hey man, just be funny again. You get so serious. So this is what you do now? You just like talk on a webcam? Like, tell jokes. Yeah, I think I'm kind of more prolific than any com comic I can think of right now except for maybe Chappelle. Uh, I write... An insane amount of jokes, but I also just don't. All right, what do we got here? Happy late Father's Day. Also, can you play Mama Tried? Of course. My son slept through his circumcision, just saying. I'm just saying that. I mean, listen, Jews have the highest IQ on the planet, and they're all circumcised. It's just a fucking idea. I don't know. My mom's been wrong about other shit, too. All right. Russian doesn't have a word for safe. <laughs> no. They're like, America is... It's, uh, it's... Oh, dude. Is it worth playing you guys to me and Crowder doing Stalin? I know some of you guys are like, he's playing a, a, something we've already seen. We could watch it on your YouTube. But it's, it, it's part of what we're doing right now. It fits. Is this it? Hang on. Oh, yeah, I'm playing this shit. See, I wrote the sketch for me and Crowder, and Crowder just nailed Stalin. But uh, I wrote Stalin's dialogue, and, and this is really how Russians can be. And this is how they look at us, just a bunch of pussies. All right, this is me and Steven Crowder. He just passed 2 million subscribers. He has a lot on his shoulders these days, so any support, become a Mug Club member, all that shit. Crowder's a good man, and his whole team is cool. Okay, Jared and his brother Aaron. His brother Aaron's a fucking talented guy. Crowder's whole family. Crowder's dad books the show. He's the man. Darren, his mom, makes all the costumes. French-Canadian, but awesome. Just kidding. But, you know, it's an ongoing joke with the family. All right, so check this out. This is uh, how Russians really are and how fucking gay and cucky and soy-based we are. Which is, which is good, right? Is that good? <laughs> it's great. We have an awesome show tonight. It's, we have one of the best guests ever. He's like, he's the best. I was reading his book in my bubble bath with Justin Timberlake. And I realized I couldn't read the book because it's in Russian, which is great, right? Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Justin, stop. So great. Who was the last one to clip? Who was the last one to clip? It's <laughs> great. I don't understand why you have so many nice things when you have such weak hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. 
You, you're so, dude, I do have small, weak hands, and I'm so glad you noticed that. How great is that? You just pulled me back into his masculine world. It's so great. So tell me about uh, this thing, communism. Sounds In so... Russian winter, a man is only what he can endure. <laughs> Every man can have pet dog. But which of you men can eat that dog? Just a little commentary. Like, in the script I wrote, it was like that line followed by huge laughs and applause. I just thought that that is so funny because the Fallon shit, these people do say ridiculous things and then it's always met with just wild agreement no matter what these assholes are saying. But just... The, the laughter and the clapping is the funniest part to me for this part. Hang on. Man can have pet dog. But which of you men can eat that dog? That's great. It's like dogs, food. I mean, you must love hot dogs, right? In Russia, you have hot dogs. freedom in America that you have has turned your brain to mush. It has turned your men into women like your fake felon. Your neighbors will look away when we take you. They always look away. By the way, that is the fucking most bone-chilling thing I could think of. Is your neighbors will look away when we take you. They always look away. Like, what is more terrifying than thinking your community will, t will turn in the last moment when you need them the most? And then Fallon's reaction, just as scripted as beta male. I mean, this sketch is pretty legit when it comes to uh, revealing issues with society, and that's why the, the gesture is so important. Your neighbors will look away when we take you. They always look away. <laughs> that's so great. I mean, I, I, the best. Ladies and gentlemen, Please give it up for Joseph Stout. And, and nobody stop clapping. If you like, he kills that guy. When we you come... get home, you'll find your wife and children on death. <laughs> Whoa. When we come back, me and Henry Styles are going to be whacking each other off on a Ferris wheel. And then we play beer pong with Kim Jong-un. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like, uh, our alpha males in media act like children. So it, it's people are talking about how that really happened in Russia. That happens here now. And one of the reasons I'm constantly backing, uh, I'm constantly telling people to really rethink if they start having anti-Jewish thoughts. Um, that shit, like Jews are a canary in the coal mine like comedians and artists and uh, Christians. Because those, like... Who's more susceptible to the authoritarian left attack? It's people that have strong families, big families, Jews, capitalists, Jews, market economics that goes directly in the face of government and, um, and a small population that doesn't fully assimilate. And it's not because they think they're better than everybody. It's because in certain trades, uh, it's hard to assimilate. And read Black Redneck White Liberal by Thomas Sowell if you want to know more about the history of middle middle cultures, is it called? I can't remember. Any, anyway, same with Armenians. Let's not always focus on the Jews. They get enough movies. Armenians were a, they're the oldest Christian 
people in the world and they're in the sea of, uh, of Muslim authoritarian shit. And so the Turks fucking took them out. Cause like, uh, truly Christian people and family oriented people are not very susceptible to the authoritarian tricks. Like they want a population where the neighbors look away and Armenians wouldn't look away. Thank God for Sam Tripoli as well. Yeah, I, I, I like Sam Tripoli. I literally don't even... He talked shit about me and I took a little bite back at him, but uh, he didn't really talk shit. I think he just didn't really think about what he was saying. I'm glad he exists. And I, I don't want to... Uh, I want people to support him, even though he, he was like, oh, I, I just can't... I can't like condone what Owen does. It's like, Fuck you, Sam. Fucking faggot. But I still, I still like him. I'm not going to lie. I like him. I'm not going to fucking... Um, pretend I have spite for someone I don't just out of, uh, my crazy, uh, honor culture where if someone takes a shot at me, I have to counter punch, but I, I still kind of, I still like the guy and I'm not going to pretend I don't. I think he's hilarious actually. <laughs> and Tripoli just listens to Rogan about you. That's the problem. Well, a lot of people listen to Rogan and that's, that's good and bad, I guess. Uh, fortunately, Rogan has had my back in times, other times, you know, the fact that he told me to not tweet so much and to run tweets by him has kind of plagued my social media ever since. Every single fucking thing I say, you have like 50 like dude bros just being like, do you run this past you, Rogan first? And I'm like, uh, but I'm also glad Rogan exists. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing, but, uh, you know, six months straight of that is uh, a little annoying. But he, he didn't, you can't predict that. Same thing happened with Nimmer. Like when everyone's like, oh, you steal Owen's bike. I don't want Eric to have, don't get me wrong. It's a stupid joke that he doesn't care about and he can get through, but it's got to be annoying. It's just the sheer repetition of it. It's comparable to being tall. Uh, hang on, Rogan was just being funny. Yeah, but when you actually lose your Twitter account and when you actually like not being funny, say like your tweets are really need to get under control like that. That affected thousands of dollars in my life and ability to tour. And, you know, the punchline isn't great for me. But uh, I stopped watching after Owen was rebuffed. Oh, Rogan? Nah, I, I support Rogan, man. That's the thing. We can't have that uh, weird narcissistic... And There's a great quote Peterson talked about. It's, it's kind of like, how, uh, like the nor North and South Ireland or uh, the Sunnis and the Shiites, where there's, there's this weird extra anger at things you're almost like, but not quite like. And I think if we start getting too, like, speciation, getting too focused on our differences amongst um, our groups, it's not good for anybody. Don't get me wrong. Rogan pisses me off a ton when I... Some of his opinions, I'm like... Like, when he said he understood that, why, that Lena Dunham said... She wishes she had had an abortion. I was fear. I was like furious. Like, like my heart started beating heart faster when he was like, you know, I get it. Like he, she wishes she had had an abortion. I'm like, it's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Don't run anything by Rogan. You don't need his permission. Not only do I not, I, I, when, when sometimes when I get advice, advice from people that aren't my wife or I, I'm like, I'm going to do the opposite. Because I, uh, I have this weird thing where I, I want people to know that they can't control me. 
even if they like uh, offer me stuff, even if they're like, well, you know, I have this huge audience and all this stuff. I'm like, Owen needs a straight beef with Rogan. No, dude, I like Rogan. That's the thing. The, the, the whole point of what I'm saying is like, we can't just keep dividing and dividing and me having a problem with Sam Tripoli would be insane. He's a central New York comedian who challenges power. Like, I can't start being like, but he did say this one thing about me. It's like, no, fucking support Sam Tripoli. And he can rethink what he said about me. Because the fact that someone may have hacked into his fucking Twitter and started faving things. Uh, stop trying to make it happen, meme. Oh, I know. Coddington pointed that out. He's, uh, people are trying to get me and Rogan to have a beef. It's fucking weird, dude. Almost every post I do, someone's like, People have straight up said Rogan's talking shit about you with no evidence of it. I'll like look at the video and he never did. Like people are legit trying to get that to happen. And uh and it puts me in a weird situation where I uh I have to kind of respond to shit. I'm not just gonna not say what I think, but at the same time, it's such fucking bullshit. Like Rogan is a good force in media. Like compare Rogan to like other options in media. The guy's a goddamn unicorn. Like, he can have on people that you would never be exposed to otherwise. Like, he has six million listeners and he can have on Gavin McGinnis. That doesn't happen. All right, so... Do you think Peterson gets enough pushback? Oh, dude, Peterson gets the most pushback of anyone. Friends are meant to be honest. If he wasn't honest with you, he'd be a shitty friend. Yeah! No, I know. But his honesty is weird to me, though, given that comedy's based on poking and, and challenging ideas. That's all I'm saying. And I didn't really get the opportunity to give my, my pushback to that idea because Kurt Metzger had just tried meth for the first time, apparently. Owen, realized, Owen idolizes Rogan a bit too much. I get it, but it's not real. It's not idolizing, dude. It's just male respect. It's not that. I, when I like people, I get loyal, man. And it's, uh, oh, ideal, idealizes? No, man, I, I, I allow for human difference. I allow for human difference. Does it piss me off that he didn't know who fucking Tommy Robinson was? Of course. But, like, does it piss off Crowder that I have uh, socks that don't match? Yes. It, like, it got him, fuck, was Kurt really on meth? No, it was a joke. Um, like if I take off my shoes at Crowder's house and my socks aren't matching, he like looks at me like I'm pathetic. Everybody has a different sense of what they care about, you know? And to me, I'm like, they're fucking socks. Like the fact that I, I remember to wear socks is huge. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's what I keep in mind with Rogan and people like that is that it's like human difference has to be accepted and has to be, um, really tolerated and you really just have to judge people by the heart of who they are and when I was getting shellacked by Hollywood Joe Rogan reached out and had me on his show three times so I would frankly consider myself a bit of a bitch if I was like it's not enough he needs to have my back more now does he get entertainment value out of having someone like me who's intelligent and a bit of a fucking button pusher of course but at the same time 
The dude didn't have to do that. And the dude literally helped keep me from going bankrupt because I was losing, doors were closing at a rapid pace. And uh, part of it was because I was working with Crowder. Like me doing Crowder, man, that was up there with the trans kid thing. People didn't, after that, people were like, you really did Steven Crowder's show? And I'm like, yeah, he's funny. He's funny. The fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, he's funny, dude. He's a good guy. And so all the, all the juice that I had built up for over 10 years and uh, Crowder seems intense. Yeah, so do I. So is Rogan. So is Elon Musk. So is uh, Da Vinci. So is a homeless guy. So is, you know, intense is... Uh, Owen still has feelings about Rogan. <laughs> no, I love the guy. I think one thing that's weird about it, though, is when uh, when you look up to someone too much, you can really feel feelings of disappointment. And I think, like, uh, Rogan was such a hero of mine that it makes it so uh, there's no real way to go but down. And I'm trying to really understand from that. Like, I idolized him in, in, in certain ways. And if you go back to my super old, why didn't they laugh? I would talk about Rogan all the time. And I didn't even hang with him. I was just like, Owen has a crush on Rogan. Well, I mean, we have been inside of each other. Never meet your heroes. I, there's some heroes, though, that, that maintain. I mean, Rogan maintains. Don't get me wrong. I just think that L.A. comedy scene is so fucking crazy right now that I don't know how you keep your head. You know, like, you go into one of these comedy clubs in L.A., it's just... White male bashing from start to finish, nonstop. And I'm just like, I'm at mine in Brea. Sweet. Who? Uh, and I just, like, surviving in that scene, I, th I think if a dude like Rogan lived outside of L.A. for like a year, he would fucking hate most of the people that he hangs out with right now. Uh, Elon Musk is a commie? No, Elon Musk seems pretty cool. I met you, Big Bear. Oh, sweet. Rogan just needs to not live in California. Rogan's a, Let's stop talking about Rogan. I mean, I don't want to fucking be one of those guys. I feel like a girl right now. I was kind of waiting to see uh, the person say this shit about the JBP shill thing. That's why I've been kind of just lingering in the chat. I really don't want to talk about another guy for fucking an hour. It, I literally feel like a woman at brunch. I just, uh, I kind of go with what people want to talk about, but let's not feed into that. It's, it's gay. It's, it's what gay, it's gay. Elon posts on Twitter that he is a socialist. I don't fucking know, man. Uh, he's a commie. Elon wants global money. But why do he talk shit about socialism the other day then? All right, so no one's going to fucking say anything about the Peterson thing. Fine. It's so catty. I know. Well, that's why I'm, I'm not trying to be catty. I'm trying to fucking be balanced but it's all caddy regardless of how you're trying to do it interpreting another person's motivations and talking about them without them present is fucking gay jbp helped a suicidal guest not that long ago dude jbp is fucking great i wanted to like have someone give their reasoning but i know it's retarded and jbp worked with the eu i need to look into it before having an opinion that I might be wrong he didn't work for the eu He's fucking great. He's a great dude. As far as dudes go, he's one in a thousand great dude. 
So let's not overanalyze the people that are fucking doing awesome shit. All right, let's continue. Harris is uncomfortably monotone. Also, I think he is way too laser focused on his own set of ideas. Well, and he's also very, very insulting to anyone with faith. So, you know, fuck it. In Russia, you do not have safe space. Safe space have you. Hilarious. Knox Barrett, you're, ha- you're hanging tomorrow in uh, Connecticut after the show with Coder Bear. I don't think I can pass that up. I might have to come hang too. Yeah, I just texted my wife that I'll need uh, dog walking in the morning too because I th- I'm going to stay the night there. I'm not going to drive home in the night when I'm tired. I'm going to try and do the right thing. I just when I, when I can get away from hotels, I do, but uh, I'll hang out. If you guys come out, I'll hang out with you because I love meeting bears. Crowder makes Stalin look way tougher. Stalin looks silly next to any other man. Stalin was like four foot eleven. Little acne faced bitch. Uh, Owen, what do you think about Theo Vaughn? He's awesome. He's not afraid to say controversial things about race, voting for Trump, etc., and he's really hilarious. P.S. I think your mom is right about circumcision. Yeah, Theo texted me Happy Father's Day, Big Bear. He's awesome. He's a great dude. I've, I, I went four wheeling with him in Mexico. I've hung with him countless nights at the back of comedy clubs chatting. He brilliantly has created this kind of exaggerated Southern character where he sounds a little. He sounds just retarded enough to get away with saying really honest things, really truthful things. Like he's like, man, you know, he has that, like he, he overdoes his twang. He's from Louisiana. It's not fake, but he, uh, no, I'm going to read the PayPal, uh, Bender. I promise. He has a 200 verbal IQ. Who does? That's not, oh yeah. Roaming millennial in, uh, 27 minutes. Reluctant Warlord was awesome. Thanks, Scott. If anyone wants it, a huge pianist.com. Take, don't just take my word for it. Take Scott's word for it. It's it's a solid spash. Uh, listen to people who disagree with they may know something you do not. JBP may have paraphrased it a bit. It's great. Always listen to people that you disagree with. Unless they're just insulting you, then you've got to realize that they already lost. That's my problem with the left now. That's why I don't even listen anymore because it's just immediate. You're crazy. You're racist. You're fat. Dude, that's, they've been calling me fat lately. And I'm like, I'm a dad. Like sometimes people are like, oh, not that long ago. You were just so chiseled. And listen, I had some spritzers last night, locale. But it was a fire, fire hang. But uh, I eat mostly veggies and, and meat. But I'm a fucking dad. It's like, I, 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 my workout is either running George or doing yard work. I'm 38 and I'm about to have my second child and I work a ton. Like, I just don't really, if I was super chiseled, I want to be chiseled. Don't get me wrong. I do. If someone could, um, too much alcohol. Nah, it, last night was the first night I really, uh, threw back and it was just like a few spritzers with, uh, with guck. You know, sometimes I rock the uh, unbearable flask, throw in some vodka. Oh, and they're just trolling. No, but I, I, it's true though. I was like chiseled for a good amount of my fucking career simply because I had a weight vest and I'm crazy and I needed to uh, exert myself or I would be sad. Dude, stop responding to haters. They enjoy it too much. Well, what if I enjoy the debate? What if I enjoy responding to haters? Cause I'm just working through it. You know, I don't respond to, uh, you're just putting on your winter weight. That's hysterical in June. No, I know what you're saying Lorraine. I know what you're saying. If I made it a focus, 
That's why I uh, I try hard not to uh, reverse virtue signal and say things that are somewhat monstrous just to show people I can. And who's calling me? I don't know. Anytime there's an LA number, I just never answer it. It's either people being like, hey man, you were like, what you're doing is so great. I know I can't support you, but just, just, you know, just know that you have a fan out there. And, and then they'll fucking, if I was in a lake of gasoline, they'd set fire to it if it meant get one more credit on television. I, I'm, I'm, I've had enough with the closet support. It's like, what the fuck is that? When people are like, hey, secretly I support you, but, you know, in conversation, if your name comes up, I'll call you Nazi. But just know I had to get a new kitchen. I had to get a new kitchen. All right. Info in depth about JBP and Vox Day's channel. Okay. Just know it's going to be a hard sell for me. Hard sell. I don't even... I, I mean, I want to do the right thing and watch watch it because I want my ideas challenged. But at the same time, I don't know. Life's too short. The real concerning takeaway from all this is that Crowder runs a shoes-off kind of household. Well, he's just very clean and very ordered. You sound like my hubby, LOL. He's the same age as you, and now he just says, screw it. If I don't look 20 anymore, then whatever. Yeah, you kind of accept your own death. All right, let's hit the PayPal's. Pinder. Hey, Owen, I thought it would be good to talk about the fireside chats throughout history have always been a place where men talk. Yes, Caveman Cable. It's a place where we talk about life, share wisdom and experience. It's a place where boys learn to become men by sitting with elders. It may in fact have a lot to do with the power of fire, much like sitting next to a river or the ocean and gathering there to talk and do the same, perhaps a mountaintop to talk with God. It's so important to our future. I just thought it would be good for all bears to gather and continue this wherever they are. As always, God bless you and your amazing family. What a great thought, Pinder. I agree. I think the caveman cable is super important. That the, the, the fire, we're so drawn to fires because that's where you just talked about your day and it kept the predators out. There's something so deeply moving and powerful about sitting around a fire and just talking about your day. This is from Constantinos. Love your work. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for the paypal.me slash feed the bear. Keep things moving. Oh, and thanks everybody who subscribed to my channel. I'm going to give you all credit on my next hour special, even if it, uh, as, as, um, as producers, I did that for how dare me and feed the bear when people would give donations. And now I'm going to do it for everyone that, uh, is a subscriber on my, on my, uh, on my website, as well as the Patreons, because, uh, I couldn't do it without you. So I want to list you guys, anybody that wants to be listed when, when the time comes, I will uh, ask you if you even want to be and what name you want, because I love that. I love that we have so many, we have so many producers. All right, I'm going to play some uh, tunes. I read all the super chats. I'm in the normal chat. What do you guys want to hear? Lay off the chowder. I love tight five till it hurts. Oh, thank you, Bobby Bear. Love the primal mood of fire puts me in. Let's uh, do a fire song. What's a good fire song? Oh, Mama Tried. Uh, all right, we'll do that. I also am like really feeling fire right now. Uh, is there a fire song? Floyd, Beach Boys, Come Sail Way, Row, 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 Amazing Grace. Man, you're, you're hitting some... Oh, Ring of Fire. That's a good one. I fell into burning ring of fire. 
Johnny Cash rocks. Pink Floyd, I wish you were here. Yeah, a lot enough people have said Floyd that I'll do I wish you were here. I'll make it I'll make it funny though. I'll do I wish you were queer, maybe. I wish you were here. I think I wish you were queer might be funny. Uh, I'm a child being molested in a ring of fire. That's it's an intense turn. Oh, and, and hit the like button, subscribe. Make sure you hit the notification bell so you can jump into uh, Fireside Chats when we, when we hang out. All right, so what's it, uh, how I wish you, should qu- you were queer? What should this be about? What's our angle? Real quick, and then I'll just riff it. Uh, I wish you brought beer. Oh, that's a good one. I wish you brought beer. Oh, oh Brazilian Bear has a good angle on it from the perspective of parents to their kids. How I wish, how I wish you were queer. All my friends have kids that are all trans and a little queer. Uh, probably would imagine the first. Do you think you can tell a boy? Oh, all right, sweet. Good work, everybody. Let's uh, let's give this sh- a shot. So it goes. So, 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 so you think you can take, no, that's not it. So, 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 so you think you can take a, 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 a girl from a boy, a girl from a boy, just look at their toys, a boy plays with trucks. If, if a girl plays with trucks, it means she's really a boy. Do you think you can tell? Did they get you to trade your, your testosterone for soy? Hormone blockers for, for towers. Social Justice Street cred at San Francisco. Parties. Did you exchange your gender for another and only eat chicken that were free range? How I wish, how I wish you were queer. You're a normal straight kid in 2018 that gets me no social credit. Playing with his trucks That oh that won't get me Closer to uh, I don't know What do you guys think? Any other ideas? I think this is pretty hilarious uh, Did you exchange Alright I'm glad you guys are digging it 
All right, I'm back on, on. Give me a couple more lines. I got 10 more minutes. We're just two cuckolds. All right, I'm going to start writing this down. We're just two cuckolds living in a condo. All right, dude, this is this is big. I'm going to record this and put it online later. And if I play it again tomorrow and, so, and Captain Cutler's like, hey, you played it already. Fuck it. All right. Uh, two cocks holds living in a progressive world. So quick, you're like a freestyle rapper. I know, I'm wicked black. I'm just, yeah, you, it's, hey, you said it, Captain Cutler. This is fucking fire. Oh, sweet. One lost soul swimming in the wrong bowl. That's funny. Uh, next to the Santa Monica Pier is good. So let's start. Do you think you can tell? Devin from Mel. All right, hang on. Do you think you can tell? Devin from Mel. Damn, this is going so fast now. Uh, you just you you're just one straight soul dip, dipping in the wrong hole. Even after ten beers, that's funny. I'm a parent and I want what's best, and the best for me is to cut your dick. Yeah, but what part of the song is that? All soy from grain. All soy from and grain. We're treading the same old ground, but what have we found? The same heterosphere. Wish you were queer. Hilarious. Uh, I'm just looking for specific lines. You're just the same old boy standing up at the bowl. That's a good one. Do you think you can transition from male to female? You have no real... Um, you're just the same old boy that's standing up to the bowl. Just look at the gender chart online for names to use. It's enlightening. I don't want to, you know, bourdain myself. Now I have to pay the toll for being normal. Now there's a toll. Good one. For being normal. Your gender fluid just like the rain. You, you took the rainbow and call it heavy flow. Fifty shades of gay, trans, and race. Uh, but they aren't sure if they're queer. Or, fe or, or female to male. All right. Any more? Come on, guys. My writing staff. Having two dads, uh, so much winning. I think it should be so So you think you can tell a girl from a male. Yep. All right. So, so you think you can tell female from a male. What's the next line? Uh... All soy and no grain. All only all soy on the brain. Uh, female from male. And then blue skies from pain. Yeah, the blue skies from pain. What song? Uh, uh, fuck. Soy makes you well. The World Health Organization just declared video games addiction, mental disorder. Yeah, oh, I know. It's, in it's absolutely insane. Soy, lint, and grain. There we go. Soylent and grain. And then can you tell a green field? So, uh, blue pills with pain. Gay guys from Jane. As you slave away the flesh from your bones. It was written on the walls and hard work. Uh, sucking on a big pole. Let's, let's not make it sexual. Let's just make it about gender. Because we are dealing with children here. Soy to sustain. Oh, that's hilarious. Can you tell how you feel when you're a cis white male? That's a good one. Uh, decisions not old. All right, so 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 you think you can tell female from male, so, soy lint and grain? Can you tell a green field? So, uh, 
So can you tell green field? So soy to sustain is good. All right. Soy to sustain. You can't be sh sure what the mirror says. Low T on low T on the brain. Did you exchange? What's that part? Did you exchange? Can you tell a green field? Can you tell a cisgender? A male baby is a racist. I'm just reading everything you guys say, so this could end badly. Gender studies to blame. Yeah, we're, we got that line now. Soy to sustain. Low T on the brain. Can you tell a... Da, da. Uh, can you sit at the sit at the ball? Pretend you have a hole. That, uh, can you tell a green field from a cold steel rail? Uh, anything else? Hit me. If you don't do this as a parent, I fail. Uh, running over the alt-right guys and how we find the same old fears wish you were queer. Oh, that's a good one. We need a trans kid to round out our open marriage. Uh, doesn't you have to get... Oh, yeah, I know. It's, but I have 10 minutes. Just give me three more minutes of lines. Uh, can you tell Michael from Michelle? Can you tell... Uh, can you tell I'm cis male? But it's about a, a parent with their kids. Family holds gender announcement party for teen kid. The Wheaties box will be in your past. Is my manhood to blame? Can you tell a Nambla member from a strong male? I wish I was... That's profound, Barrel Bear, by the way. I wish I was better with songs. No, no, you guys are great. You're just hitting me with ideas fast, and it's fucking great. It's driving me insane with the acid. LGBT is driving me insane with the acid rain. Do I make... Um, why do you have a sexualized kids gay after gay? Why do you have to sexualize kids gay after gay? Yeah, but see, it's from the point of view of someone who wants their kid to be gay. Not allowed to have an opinion. I'm heteronormous. Uh, did you pick the doll? Are you a girl with a train? <laughs> All right, I got to go. I'm on. Um, can you take these pills? Can, can, can you take these pills? We're just two different males, but feel like females. Does that mean we're still gay? That's hilarious. We're just two different males who feel like females. Does that mean we're gay? Uh, eating soy and grain all day. Uh, and we don't pray. Uh, and you can use Three's comedy song. Can you tell I'm not well when you play heteronormative, when you're a heteronormative way? Does that make me a feminist? And now we are here to stay. Your Grammy will be thrilled. I want the soy to sustain my newborn son. <laughs> Take these pills. They'll help fix your brain. Take these pills. They'll help fix your brain. Only soy to sustain... Damn, you keep missing me. Well, then just say it again, Joshua Bear. People kind of has to be in there somehow. It definitely does. Be queer, but not bi, because that's visual range. That's hilarious. Um, wheat, grass, shakes, soy, lattes. I'm just looking for specific words. Why'd you play on a field instead of doing your nails? What, what, what was Brazilian's line? Be queer, but not bi, because that's visual range. Visual range. 
Namaste. Good. See, I need the rhymers. Namaste. Blue hair is insane. We'll be gay in the right way. Namaste is a good one. Uh, why can't you be female rather than a cis male? Why can't you be female instead of a cis male? Queer after queer. Leave the system, join the sister momentum. <laughs> this is the beginning of mind-melding technology. Well, we're doing it in the right way. We're not doing it to hate people. We're doing it to be creative as fuck. All right, guys. Play with my fake ween. It's hilarious. All right, you guys are hilarious. I will uh, upload this in a few hours. Can you tell a bean field from a bold steel frame? That's hilarious. It's a real turn, but I like a bean field. A soybean field. I feel like you have to say soy because there are a lot of beans that are good for you. And I mean, it's just when they mix everything out of soy. That's why it's the perfect joke. Uh, pills will make the pain go away. All right, much love, guys. I don't know when roaming's on, but she's calling me in seven minutes. So um, thanks for hanging out. This is an honor every day. And thanks for all the, the cool Super Chat, chat statements and questions. I, uh, I never want to talk about dudes for 20 minutes again in a catty way. That was a little gay. And I think that um, How I Wish You Were Queer will be very funny. And uh, hugepianist.com for my last specials. And tomorrow, uh, comics at Mohegan Sun. I will stay and hang out with bears now that I know that some bears are coming. And I will soon be in Washington State amplifying the quality of these shows with a little help from my friends. So email Delev at unbearablecomedy at gmail.com and let her know that what you, uh, what you want to bring to the table, whether or not you're into audio or you can build a set or you want to be an actor or whatever. And we will make shit because making things is the antidote to uh, depression and, you know, socialism. Much love, everybody. You guys are the wind beneath my dick and balls. Have a great day.